Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the B-List. I'm B. I'm here with Sarah. G- I'm B. <laughs> and I'm SG. Yeah. <laughs> there we Sarah, are. Guys, Sarah Galley's here. Um, you guys know her from Andy's Girls. It's not her first time at the rodeo. She's been here before. Um, she knows how we do it here. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. And I'm so thrilled to be back. We're just like, what is it? Fast and loose here. We're just like, let her rip. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Before we even like, I sometimes now like I'll I'll even know the title of what I'm going to name the podcast ep- the episode, and I think I'm just going to go with Uche can go to hell. Okay, so here's the problem, B, is that I'm not no spoilers. Oh, I'm okay, still... I won't. I won't. We won't. We'll talk a little bit about it, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to break it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yet. So you now just have I to know, know who he is. He's not great. Yeah, I know who he is, but don't tell me anything. To know Uche's to fucking hate him. So okay, great. Don't to... don't tell me anything because I'm still working my way through and I'm doing like live recaps on IG and all that all that shit. So to I want to know him is to loathe him. I love that. Can I ask you a question in general? Yeah. Do you think this is the worst season of Love Is Blind so far? And also Part B. Do you think Love Is Blind can ever be good again? I don't know the second part. I don't know because it's like the thing also we have to realize is that every single season is a different locale Mm. and it's vastly different types of people. I think that like I was watching this TikTok the other day. I'm really into this TikTok account, which I'll show you later. I I told the listeners, if you guys were listening last episode, (laughs) um, no, the person's name on TikTok is Tell the Bees and it's just he's genius. But he does these breakdowns of reality television and media and all this stuff but he was talking about how all the love is blind seasons are different themes whether they know they're doing it or not and one is really about like wealth or money and this he said that this one and i agree with him that this season is specifically um about misogyny Mm. (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it just kind of made sense because it's like i mean it's there they it's um this group is from houston okay it's texas the men are very specific um, I don't know. It's just like you see the difference in like the lo- like with the locales, the array of people is just like so drastically different. Like we had mm-hmm. we had Chicago, we had Seattle. Um, but I we'll, we'll get into it for sure. I mean, I guess we're talking about it now, but it's just like this quality of men are just like so fucking terrible in this. I mean, this show is literally about like medium, ugly, emotionally unavailable, broke shitty men making women feel bad about themselves uche can go to hell you can kick rocks um honestly all of these men are fucking terrible jp i need to see receipts i need to know where he was january 6th he has way too much red white and blue merch all over him at all times honestly the second i saw the red white and blue flags everywhere that should have been the first red flag Mm -hmm. it was the red white and blue flag (laughs) no but it like literally was it literally was beating the maga 
allegations anytime soon. Um, yeah. Ig- Izzy is like really something else too. He's a real piece of work. I call him Icky. Um, he's one of the worst because like Stacy, who I actually like, like the most of any of the people, which is really not much. It's like Stacy, I think is really holding back. She's not really showing her true self because I feel like she feels Stacy kind of like, I feel like I, she's relatable because I feel like she's incredibly successful. I don't think you've gotten to this point in the thing, but no, I don't want to be. Well, she talks a bit about it in the pods, but she's like, she's a successful independent woman right she's the fun girl she likes to just go out she doesn't take things too serious and i feel like the only reason that she came on love is blind is because i feel like she feels like she's supposed to be married at this point i feel like she's totally content not being married she's fine being the party girl fun girl which is like totally fine but i feel like she feels like this like need to have to be that's why she doesn't really like go deep in these conversations with icky um when he's talking about things she doesn't want to get too like deep um but I feel like she's like censoring herself and dumbing yourself down. You'll kind of see this as you finish the episodes that are mm-hmm. currently out. But um, yeah, she's way out of Icky's league. I mean, he is just, she has like two Mercedes, her own home. She's got savings. She's got wow. a 401k. He has a pullout drawer of condoms and loose barrettes and earring backs from random girls that he's fucked over the past year. He's disgusting. Um, but I don't want to give it all away. Do you think yeah. the producers know that the guys are gross? Like, do you think that they are aware that, like, we are going to pull in toxic I guys? I think so. Or are they just I thinking I think they really are just looking for people that really want to fucking find love. Whether that means, like, people that, like, want to, like, vampires suck the life out of another individual or people that are actually willing to give and receive love as opposed to just, like, be a barnacle in <laughs> someone's life. Totally. And the the interesting thing is, like, I read some sort of deep dive, not about this current season, but a past one where it was a contestant talking about the fact that, like, they actually got engaged in the pod, but the show decided not to follow them. Oh, that was the so, first like, season, I think, right? That could have been the, 100% could have been the first yeah. season. And it made me kind of think with this season being I so think they just fucked, had too many people. I think right. it was the, they just had yeah. too many people, so they couldn't, like, afford to, I think. I think it also sort of depends on whether or not they feel like this match is worth following, like whether or not a person is like charismatic with this other person when they kind of join together as a couple. And I have to wonder how fucking odd that is to like sign on for a reality TV show for all intents and purposes to like find your one true love, but also be on the reality TV show. And then you find your one true love and the show's like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> like, know each other well, if you were really there for like, love, it really shouldn't matter. Right. But, I know. Yeah. And yet I think yeah, yet. Yet. Would. I would be <laughs> so upset. I would be like, wait a second. I didn't even know this person. You made me say that I was like obsessed with them without actually meeting them. Said, I love you from a couch with a wall separating us. And now I don't even get more TV. Yeah. T- like I don't even get to, grow my instagram like i would not be i would not be happy i would not be happy um many thoughts about the show but i'm gonna wait till it all wraps up to see it is definitely like to me like the worst season but still watchable if you're invested in it like you know how it gets like you watch two episodes and you're like i'm fully invested in this i do really feel like the casting i I want to see a different city odd i don't even i just feel like these people I just think the men are just, it's not even that they're toxic, which they are. I just don't think they're like interesting or charismatic in any way. I'm just kind of like cringe when I watch them on camera. So A lot of them yell at women. It's weird. 
where do you think that they could do an East Coast? Have they done East Coast? They I mean, haven't. The, and I would they love did Atlanta, to see, which is they did Atlanta. I would love to see DC next. I think that could be interesting oh. only because um, it is such a specific town. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're obviously going to be really career driven more plugged in probably to like, I don't know, the real world, probably mm-hmm. I, I, in some sense, because it's politics and tech and all that. I, I just think it seems like it would be like a, a more cerebral group rather than like, a, a like, I don't know, than a personal trainer and like, I don't know, a, an insurance salesman. And then like, it's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I would, Except- I mean, you can't really do New York. You can't do LA because you're not going to mm-hmm. find anyone that wants to really do it in New York. And you would find too many people that would want to do it in LA and LA. So it's like, you find like people that are like really just trying to be famous, but, um, Boston, where, where else could you, Boston, Boston, you could do, I could outside see Boston. Boston somewhere in Massachusetts, maybe, yeah. maybe like in Connecticut. Philly. Yeah, Philly would be great. Philly the one great. thing with DC is that like a lot of people who are in DC are there for Serious. politics, and yeah, they're, they're not gonna. It it really is like the show Veep come to life. And so if we yeah. think like the current season has toxic guys, like um the guys in DC. Oh yeah, no, I don't like, think they're gonna be less toxic, but I just thought right. they'd be smarter. It'll be entertaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, they yeah. they all do like nineteen hours of cardio before showing up to the White House at like, like three in the morning to work. I literally a question if JP can read. Like, it's really, you know, it's. (laughs) I have to say, he wore, the first time he wore a flag. Yeah. And I thought to myself, LOL. The second time I was like, okay, this is like borderline an obsession. And then when he had the USA night shirt, I I was overwhelmed. You didn't see his Instagram yet, I take. No. no, should I go there right now? Is his oh name God. JP on the Instagram? Because I bet it'll pop right up. Because Taylor only had 30,000 Instagram followers as of yesterday. So he we has need to help her. Themed, he has flag-themed birthday parties for himself. Why is he so his name is His name is Insta-less. It's like, like Insta-less Jared. His um, name is Jared? Oh, yeah, Jared Pierce. Jared. Yeah, that sounds terrible. And his Instagram bio says, firefighter followed by America with the flag <laughs> emoji. Love is blind. He's advised. He has 7,604 followers. If I I honestly like was concerned for a second that he had more followers than I do. And his his he none of his posts allow for comments. Yeah, and his comments third his third post has a photo of him in a bathing suit that is with, American flag themed with a sunburn that is yeah, the sunburn in the shape stripes. of a flag uh, of a flag. Yeah. With an America hat. I mean, is this he's not and then the next photo after that is him at a party with the flag backdrop and then the next after that is so fucking unwell. Is a dog next to a fire hydrant flag. I Ugh. can't believe he's a firefighter because he would have to put out himself like this man. He's making me nauseous. And then the fl- and then he went skiing in a flag <laughs> ski suit. Like I can't. I I wish I wish for him a sense of irony, but I just don't know that he has capacity for. Not it. capable. Speaking of America, mm. Trump is broke. Okay, tell me everything that's happening. You need to give me the rundown. I actually. Of, like, this is just a little bit You're, that I. You so know this, you're my C-SPAN. Yeah. I dive your stories. <laughs> so this is the tea. Like, so basically today wasn't to like really establish anything other than just how much she's going to owe 
for committing fraud. He's basically been found liable for committing fraud. And right. So it's no longer gonna, alleged. He's yeah, like, they're basically going to try to dissolve his businesses in the state of New York. If he loses his ability to do business in New York, that could be a real big blow for him. We're talking like hundreds of millions of dollars he could owe just for committing fraud, which is, you know, basically he like um, over overvalued the property values of like his um, estate in Mar-a-Lago. Um, his different businesses, all of that. So I, I don't know. He said that like at one point it's like worth 100, 1.8 billion when it's actually like 24 million. It's like, it's MAGA math. You know what I mean? It's like, these just, it's also like when, um, when he first came out and there was this whole idea that he lived, that his office rather was this thriving workspace. Yeah. And then there was some deep dive interview and it was like just a couple people work for his, co- it's not even like a mm-hmm. huge employing yeah, a ton of people. It's just everything about it is a figment of imagination, but people are just so used to seeing the apprentice set that they assume yeah. that's actually his He's life. A it's just not. He is. Well, get this. Yeah, Trump's lawyer me. forgot to check a box when they, <laughs> They forgot to check a box where on the file form that um, asks if they want a jury trial. And so he, <laughs> yeah, no, they're sitting in court and they're like, so you won't be having a jury trial um, because his, I think her name is Alina Haba. Yeah. His, one of his attorneys did not check a box. So now he's not going to have a jury trial. He went outside of the courthouse and he was doing a public appearance and he was saying, it's very unfair that I don't have a jury. He just forgot to mention that. The reason he doesn't have a jury is because his genius lawyers forgot to ask for one. These people are not the best of the best. Um, they're not, we're not talking like these are not, they're probably doing this for free because you know, you don't pay anybody. Well, and that was, there have been stories about the fact that a lot of law firms, you would think regardless of how you feel about this man, that law firms would be interested yeah. in and and being a part of the team for the president of the United States. But a lot of them, even ones who agree with him politically are not because he doesn't pay his bills. And so these major firms aren't going to take him on as a client because he's not, he does not pay people for services rendered. Literally everything. So you can't really like, it would be impossible. impossible. And then you would put yourself, I would think in legal jeopardy. If you know that this person is like potentially lying under oath, I don't think that's good for business. Fuck him. I mean, not I'll pass on that. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sure he's illegally. <laughs> I also wonder um, like how much cash he has on hand because of all the like Middle East transactions and everything else. Like I'm sure he has a lot of cash. I just don't know because of the debt being so high. No, I wonder I how his, that math. His super, his super packs are broke. Up. His campaign is broke. Literally all of his donations go straight to the legal fees. It's a mess. It's I like bet bad, Ivanka, bad. I bet we're not Ivanka even in the, we're not even out of the primary and he's fucking broke. So But that's why I'm sure that he is gunning so hard to be president cuz he's just like I Yeah, just he need needs to, to stay out on. of prison. <laughs> yeah, I just need to hold on so I can change all the laws, which yeah. is unfortunately literally what's going to happen. His best case scenario is becoming president and then, you know, series yeah. finale for us, I guess, but Um, you know who else is holding on for dear life? Um Kim to Croy. Oh Kim Zolciak oh urged God. a judge earlier this month to dismiss her um, divorce filing. Um, as you know, she went back into court and she said that we're having tons of sex. So I want to dismiss. Um, Sweetie. You know, yeah. Um, 
but he insisted that he wants to go through with the dissolution of their marriage despite having sex. He said, in quote, the fact that he or this is what the ruling said. He said, or yeah. not the ruling, I'm sorry, the court documents. It said, the fact that he engaged in sexual relations with Kim does not indicate a desire to reconcile. Um, oh my God. He remains steadfast in his desire to divorce her. And so then, he's just fucking, but he's like, that doesn't mean we're getting back together. And I guess the judge also said that they have to still stay in the same house together. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has to stay in the basement now. Yeah, because they can't afford. He, the judge knows that he can't afford can't for afford. her to move out. She can't. They have a like, combined salary of nine thousand five hundred dollars a month. They can't afford the water bill. The water bill was shut, shut off, off and then turned on because of need. Like this is. This they is should like, not be living there. Like obviously. I can't believe he's they're still hate fucking like poor thing probably thought like, I can't this believe would... she ever tried to look down on anybody else on that show girl you live in like the Flintstones get the fuck out of here she still is you know like she's like the... still you're not living like the Jetsons and 90 you know what honestly like 9k a month so like a little over 100,000 a year like you can survive on that. Like, I don't yeah. know what the kids' education is like, but we're not, it, they're not destitute in the sense that there is no money coming in, but they have such enormous debt. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, like million dollar plus. I don't know how they're <laughs> going to get out of it. And also, I don't think Kim has learned any lessons here. Oh, absolutely not. So, like, how is not that this is anybody's responsibility except for apparently Brielle's, according to Kim saying, my daughter's paying my bills. Thank you very much. But, like, how is she? gonna survive from that like the 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 well has run dry i won't be watching atlanta so i don't really she's not coming back she's She's not coming back there so there she's not going to answer anything she would be adding more chaos yeah she would like just be lying up and down yeah and she's too desperate and i don't want to see her lying and saying like i still have money i'm fine you know when Kenya's like simply like, you know, printing out whatever yeah. <laughs> the New York Post is saying every day and just leaving yeah. it outside her door. Like, yeah. I'm OK. I think that ship has sailed. Um, Good luck to them. Um, mm-hmm. He looks really good. He just like debuted a new look. He's got like darker hair and he's got a beard. I don't know if you saw. Does he? No. I'll, I'll is that on his you. Instagram? Please. Um, no, no, I no, no. Just beard. Google him. Google like Kim or do Google Croy. Beerman beard. I yeah, think that'll bring yeah. up a couple different articles that aren't intended. Um, <laughs> Croy Beerman. Also, he looks his really name good. is Croy. Who knew that they would last this long? Like, I'm honestly, I'm still surprised that they're breaking up. Except now that I hear about like the unbelievable. Oh wow! Then he look good. He's too. Uh, yeah, he does. He does look good. He's just like that kind of like athlete, like professional yeah. athlete. Yeah, look. yeah, yeah. I'm more of like a dad bod kind of gal, but yeah, he does look good. His beard almost looks painted on, but I know it's not. Yeah. But I think it's because it's so dark. It's sort of like unnatural dark. Because isn't he a ginge or a blonde? He looks ginger there, but mm-hmm. it's. I guess it mm. depends on like however Kim wants him to appear. I, this is gonna be so mess. And they have so many kids. They have six. What six kids? I want to say. Is that, that right? Is, six. That is, that is so gross. They have so many kids, and she does Yuck. not. She does not. She All those kids running around. Up. Yuck. Who's paying for um, their groceries? It's wild. I feel for them. Probably my tax. My tax dollars. <laughs> probably, probably living off the damn system. Sorry, I get my MAGA voice on whenever we talk about living off the damn system on my damn taxes. Oh, oh sorry guys. Every... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just like channel a MAGA little uh. 
I'm into Speaking it. of being broke, who is your favorite broke housewife? Oh, oh my God. I'm so bad at any kind of talk. Who's, who's, I feel like everybody's broke. Who, um. Mine of uh, all time. Yeah, tell me. My all-time favorite broke housewife is the iconic Lynn Curtin. She created being broke, invented it, invented eviction, honestly. Um, love her, queen. Still selling the cuffs. Is she? Still selling the cuffs, apparently. Told, um, I forget where she was. She said something online where, yeah, you guys support support women's businesses, um, women business owners. <laughs> 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 Do you, I wonder how expensive those cuffs are. They've got to be. I bet they're like two hundred dollars or something insane. Oof, driving around with them in their butt trunk of her car, sun them out of her oh trunk. Oh my god, I love. She is one of the darkest story arcs on Housewives. Absolutely, she really. She really is. You my know, runner up. Of, oh yeah, tell me. Kim Richards. Mm. And then a third, I think, would be Teresa Giudice. Yeah, because she was like legit. Like, remember that was like, yeah, <laughs> she was like went into prison. She was like, I don't know, I can't believe she turned it around because she was like down bad. I mean, I hate to say it, but to be continued because Queen of, oh yeah, when well, Louis mm, done with her, mm, it's gonna mm, be game over. Mm, mm. Stuff is going down in Jersey. I don't like what I'm hearing. Did you see this latest thing about Marge and Jackie? I'm so upset about yeah, it. Yeah, that's been going on for two months, I think. They what, have not. Yeah, tell me. Because I you don't know have both the, of them. I do, but I haven't talked to specifically about this. But I do know that there's been friction and they have not been filming together and stuff. And Jackie's been all with Teresa and Jennifer. And, and Jennifer's over here fighting with Danielle. And apparently they like, mm. they were fighting. And then Jennifer like apparently pushed Danielle out of her face. And then Danielle bought, like took a plastic cup and balled it up and threw it at Jennifer. And apparently it scraped her face. Someone said there was blood, but then I don't know how you have blood from a solo cup. But then I'd, I'd be, I feel like you would have to ask Kim Zolziak about that because she's the one who knows about solo cups. And then I'm like, I don't know. And Kristen Takeman knows something about getting yeah. a cup in the face from plastic versus glass a yeah. la Ramona. Apparently I mean... it was bad enough, though, that Danielle and Jennifer both got suspended from filming. It was about like a couple days, like less than a week. And I guess they're both back to filming now. Danielle had like an event the other night. All the women showed up. I think even Margaret showed up. So how do you feel about next season? Like, what's your energy? I don't know what Melissa to make of it. Are both. Okay. Apparently they're, they're not appar- really in the, in the press a lot. Conversation yeah. And about- apparently it's really not going to be at all about Melissa and Teresa. They're really moving ahead. They're oh. like, it is like everybody else has these issues. Good. And now it's like, I think that's I know, good. It's good. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it feels I'm like nervous. they're adding all these people because there's like three new people in the mix too. No, like really? Three, yeah, there's like three new women. But but they're not like, I think they're like putting people in the mix to see who's going to sink and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could just be like people in the background. But um, I think they're doing it because they realize that for this show to go on, they've got to just push Forge ahead. Although I, I like Melissa, you know? So I don't. I know. I'm a Gorgita Crunch. So... I don't know. I don't know what's. I don't know. I don't really know what to make of the show. I don't know. It is interesting that we really aren't hearing anything as far as Trevi Melissa, which I am into. I think yeah. that like good. The show was so focused on it last season. I was one of the few people that really enjoyed last season. I don't need another. I don't need part B of that. So, yeah. but I am genuinely really sad about Marge and Jackie. Yeah, and I hope that I whatever feel like they have to work it out. 
Yeah, but I wonder whatever. how intense it's going to be, whatever it is. I wonder yeah. how intense it'll be. And I wonder also what Dolores is up to. Like, is Dolores in, involved in stuff? Like, what's happening with her? I love Dolores. Lindsay being so. a foil's foil. She's giving nothing mm. but looks and, you know, just like the whole <laughs> thing. And that's okay. That's not a read either. I talk about this every time. I'm like, you know, she's over here just chilling. Don't anybody throw any drinks on me and I'm good. I'm here mm -hmm. to just keep the peace. <laughs> you need at least one of those. So you do. And I wonder if going to propose. Yeah, she is there for vibes. She's there for vibes. You know, she's there for vibes. <laughs> she's there for a good time and a long time. Yeah. And she's one of the few that can actually make that happen. So good for her. Um, What was I going to say? I want to talk about our lists. Um, I'm so excited. It is first thing on my list is spooky season. It's October. <gasps> oh, you know, it's I'm people say like someone told me yesterday they were like it's so funny because i always think of you as a summer person but then i forget when october rolls around and i'm like oh wait you're like very much a fall i am an autumn boy mm -hmm. let's get one thing straight i'm a boy for all seasons really but like fall is my shit i love to watch a horror movie one a day every day for the entire month of october i love pumpkin everything i like apple yes. crisp i like caram i like it all I love it. I love that. I, I totally agree. I 100% agree. Um, They just said, I just speaking of spooky season, I just heard news that the new Scream movie is going to be like next year. And apparently it's going to take place. Well, you don't really care. You don't watch Scream, right? You know, I've like, seen the Scream. Oh, I might not go to it in theater, but I've yeah. seen all of them. The new one apparently is supposed to be during the holidays. Like it's going to be like a Christmas Scream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so smart. I'm that's extremely good though, right? into that. No, yeah. 100%. I didn't like the last, I mean, and I also need Nev to be there. You cannot, you cannot yeah. do this I movie without that's... her. They're not paying her enough. They should respect her. Give her a truckload of money, truly. You don't think? Did they, yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, like the last one she was in, it was like she was barely in it. So it's like they probably paid her so little Right. I don't even know, but yeah. And for me, it's like, I don't really, she's not like a huge deal for me. Courtney Cox is like a must. You have to. Oh yeah, Courtney. Yeah, and you can yeah. never kill Courtney. Yeah. Like it, may his memory be a blessing to do yeah. it, but like you can never kill Courtney. She can never be gone. Um, What's, what's number one on your list right now? Or not number one, but the first thing on your list right now. Well, this is about? reminiscent of, I don't know if it's something I'm excited about or something I just take pleasure in, but as any good New Yorker knows, something that really brings our community and our city together like nothing else is a real hashtag never forget, aka dragging Bill de Blasio to absolute hell. Yeah. And the thing that I have really taken to heart, I think in the last several months, but like for much longer is how much I, I really strongly dislike Eric Adams, yeah, like mm -hmm. with every fiber of my being. So this is really like a top three. He's the, he, it's the number one of any top three of any week for me this year is just to really <laughs> pontificate and observe and express some sense of amazement that this man is just playing the part of mayor so he can go schmooze at Casa Cipriani and then, you know, have like the biggest on record rainfall in New York history since the late 40s and then tell New Yorkers that they're fucking idiots if they didn't know a storm was coming and that he doesn't need to warn anyone. I mean, yeah. he's so ineffective, but because he followed de Blasio. Yeah. We're not <laughs> raging as much as we should be. Yeah. Like he has the benefit of having Bill. You're going right to love this. Him. 
Tell me. I just literally, as we got on here, I just read Mayor Adams plans to embark on a four day trip to Latin America this week. He's visiting I'll Mexico. I'll bet he does. I'll bet he does. Mexico, Ecuador, Colombia. He plans mm-hmm. to visit, include a visit to the dangerous Colombian jungle, jungle crossing um, the Darien Gap. I, I don't know if I spelled that correctly. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. He just wants to be an influencer. He's like an influencer. He's taking trips. He just wants to go to parties. I cannot stand this man. The doubt. He's like really. He's 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 not good. He's yeah. not good for anybody. Like even for vegans, he's not good. He just yeah. he has his personality is being mayor. He doesn't want to do anything. All yeah. he wants to do is to inspire people <laughs> by being mayor, and that's just not how inspiration works. Like yeah, I, I he's the least progressive mayor that we have had in our lifetimes in, so far. I mean, Bloomberg is like Green Party compared to him. Well, actually, and, that's not in our lifetimes because we did have Rudy. What's that? But that was like not our lifetime. Yeah, that yeah, was that's true. Yeah, a so, lifetime. A lifetime. Yeah, that happened technically while we were alive. Yeah, but, but no, not, no, like our, we weren't no, conscious. No, we we do conscious. not claim him. <laughs> we do not claim any aspect or generation of that man. Yeah, it's just he's he's just so terrible. He just like he makes me upset in a way that is different from Bill because Bill was a joke. He's fun to Whereas troll, though. He is, but like. I don't like that other people aren't treating him as a joke that like he they are actually attaching themselves to the clout of being with the mayor. Yeah. And it just annoys me. Like I need to see him at less Vogue events. Like he doesn't care about literally anything other than being mayor. I I'm working my way through a long form New Yorker piece on him and it drags him to hell and it's like <laughs> he it's like he's very fake news. He's very like yeah. if you have a critique of me, you're against the city. If you have a critique of me, you're enemy number 1. I might not tell you facts about my life or anything else, but you have to kind of use your own imagination and it's a trust fall exercise, but we're the only ones mm-hmm. falling. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just he's a mess. I don't I know that's not like top 3 like leaf time because i also love autumn <laughs> in new york but yeah that is something that um that i am uh into doing i guess mine are more philosophical because that's right. another another thing on my top three is um uh making a career out of doing errands <laughs> okay do you, am I the only one do that? Maybe it's because I'm like really fo- leaning into like podcasting and writing okay. and stuff that like, like, what's your schedule today? Well, I think I'm going to walk downtown <laughs> Take a and walk. and I have to like return something at Whole Foods. So I'll do yeah. the one in Union Square. So I'll walk okay. from the Upper East Side to the Union Square and then I'll just kind of walk and I'll do errands <laughs> and I'll like do It's things, like that episode like- of And Just Like That where Carrie was just like walking. The entire episode. She's just like walking around New York and went all the way from like, you know, yeah. Wherever to yes, wherever. Yeah. You're just getting I inspired. I, am, I guess I am Carrie Bradshaw is what I'm I'm in here. New York is the perfect time to do it. It really is. And I am close-ish to the park and there is nothing better than yeah. walking through Central Park. And I do make a habit of stopping to read. I have like favorite park bench inscriptions and like. I stop and read them and it's just incredibly New York can be incredibly romantic and walking through the park, reading the dedications. I think yeah, surprising someone with a central park bench dedication is like literally the most romantic thing that a person could do. I think it is so goddamn romantic. So I, like I the, love just to do a stroll and read them. I like on the latest episode of Ronnie Bryn was talking about dedicating a tree to her grandmother. Did you see that part? Oh, I haven't watched. Oh, you didn't see I'm the new behind. Tree. Okay, I'm that's so fine. behind because of my errands, honestly. 
I'm going to tell my <laughs> next two on my list in a second. And then when we get to the bonus episode, wink, wink, um, um, I have some crazy rumor, <laughs> rumor. We'll see if it's, we'll find out if it's substantiated or not, but a crazy rumor about Rona, you guys will be shook. Um, wow. When I saw, but, um, but, but let's, before we get there, I'll talk about, um, the second thing on my list is I don't know why I just like came across this podcast. It's not even like new. It's like from the year 2020. And I don't know. I think it was from like Twitter or something, but um, did you ever watch rock of love? Um, I saw episodes. There was wasn't... this like villain on it. She's basically like the white rock and roll version of New York. Oh, Tiffany Pollard. Her course. name was Lacey. And so okay. she basically has her own podcast apparently. And it's called talk of love. That's <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah it's a good title. It's a good yeah, title. but she has on really great guests. Like she has on a lot of the actual producers of those shows, and they talk about like all of these experiences, like casting these people, and just all of the. I, I it's incredible. It's incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she has all the contestants on. I mean, it's crazy. Um, it's like a whole world. I just I love when you find a podcast that you never heard of. You're like, and it, they've been going on for three years. You're like, what the f-? like? Mm-hmm. Like finding a treasure trove of mess. Totally. Um. That's something. And um, the third thing on my list right now is this show. It's again something else that has been out for a while. It's I think it came out early this year, called Daisy and the Six. Have you heard oh, of this? I didn't get into it, but it's with Elvis's granddaughter, whose name I is it okay? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the she's the lead the main one. It. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. Um, I am only in like episode three, and it's basically I think it's like loosely based on Fleetwood Mac for sure. I mean, it's clearly. Oh. Yeah, so it's like I think I mean it's supposed to be like not specific, like it's supposed yeah. to be kind of an amalgamation of all those people from that time, but it's clearly like they're in it very much an inspiration of it. So mm. I'm enjoying it, but we'll see. I, I that's hard to tell sometimes until I like mm-hmm. really get into the meat of a show because I'm like it could be good, and then it just kind of takes a turn, and I'm like no. But I'm yeah, enjoying it so far. They- that's good. Sometimes they get you where it's like you think it's going to be prestige. And with Amazon, yeah. Amazon and Apple, yeah. I find extremely yeah. hit or miss yeah. where it's like this could be really good or really not. Like yeah. it's, it can go either way. And sometimes it changes throughout the course of a season. Like you really don't know if it's going to be like enjoyable or not or like as prestige. I as I sit here and watch an entire season of Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best. For only us, the best okay? for me. The cruel. Oh, cr- literally only the best. <laughs> Ooh. I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, what's next on your on your list? Um, pomegranates. I'm okay. a long time <laughs> pomegranate person. Okay. And uh, last year, I don't know what was happening in the world or like the environment and agriculture, oh, but I did not get the pomegranates I needed in my life. And when it's since I was like younger, when it's pomegranate season, and it's it's essentially cardio to like open up a pomegranate. Like that's 15 minutes yeah. of your life. You'll never get back. Yeah. But I can go through as much as two pomegranates a day. Like when it's right. peak and we're building to that, like Whole Foods now has pomegranates, but they're not. Is it pomegranate the, season? It is. Fall is pomegranate oh, fall, season. Oh, fall is. Fall. And then it ends around winter time. 
But okay. again, I think it sort of depends on the climate or whatever. Okay. <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the episode. Yeah, well, that would the be, The climate yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Um, but it's just, there's nothing better. It lo- My apartment looks like a Scream movie at the end of it because it's just pomegranate yeah. juice everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I'm just looking for something that looks like uh, a, a murder scene, a murder <laughs> pod. But um, I love them. I can't get enough of them. They are the light of my life. Pomegranates and watermelon, but like pomegranate. I just had some watermelon, but like pomegranates, <laughs> like a, a, it's my real number one fruit it there you can't get better than a pomegranate a perfectly sweet pomegranate nothing better in life truly Hmm. um i would say probably the fourth thing on both of our list would be the potomac trailer just came out oh my god what did you think think? (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna give it like a 6.5 really i'm gonna give it a seven I, I listen. I love the editing. I thought the editing was really yeah, like so smart good. and funny. Very smart. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna give you stuff, but I don't know. It felt anticlimactic. Um, I like things about Wendy, but I just don't know how long we need her on the show. She's a foil. She doesn't really drive story. Um, she doesn't feel comfortable as a housewife who's been here for four seasons, I feel like we still don't know that much truly about her. Um, I don't know. It's getting to be a weird group. And and once we start getting to eight housewives, then I'm like, okay, there's a, there's a lot of people here, but not everyone's carrying the weight. I mean, Potomac was great when they only had like five people or six people and they were each really like doing it. And it didn't yeah. matter because everybody had something going on and it was all good. Now I feel like it's like, how bad is the show if you have eight people? It's like, you guys better show, be. Yeah. And, and Potomac relies on its OGs, like no other franchise. Yeah, Like if yeah, the OGs, yeah. if you need the OGs to every single one to deliver and if yeah. that, if there isn't plot happening, then it's going to fall apart because they I, are the strength or the foundation. And it doesn't seem like Karen was really given that much in this trailer either, except for a couple of fights. But I'm like, I don't know. I worry about it, but I'm staying positive and I'm obviously going to watch. But I really liked the trailer. I felt like it was like bright. I thought it was I was like into it as like a mood lifter. Um, But I am sort of nervous about the Giselle Robin dynamic because Robin really shot herself in the foot with the whole Patreon thing. And we're still (laughs) trying to pretend that Juan isn't a piece of shit. And it's just like, I don't know how this is going to work out for her. And I don't know how it's going to affect Giselle because it's not about the crime. It's about the cover up. And she's involved in this, too. So I don't know how that's going to work. They both look like assholes. They do. And then it's like if there's tension between them of like Giselle criticizing Juan and Robin being upset. It's like, how much of that do I really believe? Because they're I feel like maybe there might be cracks in their friendship that we're going to see. Do you think because do you think it's because of the Patreon decision that Giselle's like, I don't want to be, you know, like this when it doesn't seem like they're that buddy buddy anymore either. You don't think they're not like in each other's posts and shit like that. But I don't really pay that much attention, I guess. So maybe that's also something I haven't really been. Yeah. Used to be the number one. Used to be the top franchise. You know, it was like spiritually New York, but the last couple of seasons in New York were tough, and 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 it was really Potomac for a lot of people. And that's I will be watching with bated breath though. Still, yes, um, for my yeah. girls, they're coming back yeah. right in time. Obviously, Halloween, so obviously we're going to get reintroduced to um, Giselle Bryant's House of Horrors, <laughs> her haunted hotel, Hotel yeah. Giselle. <laughs> Oh my God, take purple away from her. Honestly, oh we don't need any so more purple. Truly, truly. Let's go over to the bonus. Okay. Um, 
tell the people where to follow your podcast. Obviously, it's on all streaming platforms. Do you have any special episodes coming up? You just you recorded recently about Nini and Bethany, so that might be worth a listen. Didn't you? Yeah, I have a special episode about the Nini and Bethany pod um, that covers part one and part two will be up this week. And Andy's Girls is all about the psychology behind the Royal Housewives. So it's really not a recap podcast. It's like just talking about how our own experiences influence our opinions. So there's a new app um, out now with Kiki Monique, also known as the Talk of Shame, which was a lot of fun. She was mm-hmm. incredible. And um, Jackie Goldschneider was just over to the Clothis mm-hmm. recently, um, had her over to talk about her new book, which was an amazing read. Um, so it's called it's The out. Weight Of? Uh, it's actually right behind me. It's called The Weight of Beautiful. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's great. It's really intense, but it's 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 really good. Um, and you can follow me on social at Dame Galley. Cool. Um, we are going to go over to the bonus episode, guys. Go to patreon.com slash the B list. Subscribe to that. I want to talk about this Nini and Bethany thing because I totally forgot about it for a second. Um, I have some thoughts. Okay. I also want to talk about this Roni stuff. Some stuff okay. going on. Um, and... A little bit of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because I have a theory about the phone call at the beginning of the premiere episode. I want to ask your opinions on it. I talked about it here last week, but I didn't talk about it with you. So, love it. Um, yeah, let's go over there. B side. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.